0: Looking ahead at 2023, this is the WildEye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from WildEye, and this is the first standalone episode of the year, and I thought what I'd do is just sit down and share some thoughts of my year ahead with the company, a couple of WildEye thoughts, and just some maybe some musings if you will of what i had during december with people when i spoke about the year ahead and travel and such in photography but before i get there there's a beautiful energy in the wilder office and the majority of people are back there's quite a few of them who will still filter in throughout the week and by thursday everybody will be in because then we have our we have our annual uh, like a beginning of the year strat session. And in there, Jono, myself, and Andrew will kind of give a brief of where the company is, what we've achieved in the last year, which is actually quite big considering COVID, and look back to the last 12 years of Wild Eye, And it was beautiful this morning. Andrew brought a bunch of the old marketing material and brochures we had from way in the beginning. And this goes all the way back to when I had Photo Africa, and I was basically doing what Wild Eye was doing, but it was just me, and then Andrew had a travel company called Moya Wetenga, and we dovetailed on quite a few trips and things, and we had like manuals from 2011, and we had old brochures and newspaper clippings and logos and what have you. So beautiful journey down memory lane. And what we're gonna ask the staff on Thursday, once we give our input as well, is for them to see how far they've come personally and professionally within the company and what we've achieved. Uh, we are a company that works with people and for people, and that is, especially from my point of view, I want to over-index on this year, is the people side of it, both on safaris and expeditions that I host, and for my staff and my coaching clients, everything, because that's what makes the world go, go round. But anyway, so most of the staff are not in yet. I think, well, I lie, maybe 50% are in. Beautiful energy in the office. We've got Randy, who is new on the team. It's her day two. She's been going through on-ramp stuff as I I look at them there now. But... um, she is going to take over scheduled departures, which is what Candace has been doing. Candace is going to move into our Mara product. She's going to manage that. And Judy, who's been managing Mara, she's going to oversee all of our logistics team, which then consists of Tanya, who does private travel, Emma, who does custom travel. Randy's going to do scheduled departures, and Candace is going to run our Mara product. So beautiful team of girls that are phenomenal in the office of what they do. And and again, I mean, I've mentioned this end of the last year, but the gratitude I and the other guides have for them because they make it possible for us to do what we do. And yesterday, Michael and myself had a chat to Randy, just kind of talk her through all of the guys, their little idiosyncrasies and the nuances of how they do things differently, which is quite funny. It was a good discussion. But anyway, so Slowly getting into it, Thursday is officially the start of the wild eye year when everybody's here. Then the travels for our guides start soon. Andrew's off on Thursday evening to Odzala, and he's hosting a first trip, so he's out first. Next month, Trevor's going to Uganda. Michael and Johanna going to Tanzania. All going well, and I'll hopefully confirm this in the next two weeks. I am looking to return to Chicago to do a full-day workshop. I'm planning the workshop on—it's uh, going to be an intensive or focused, rather— workshop on animal behavior and photographing the definitive moment. And I've grouped this into the cats, then big five, then primates, and then general. And throughout the day, it's a full-day workshop I'm going to be hosting with the Chicago Photography Classes. I uh, We're gonna look at videos of these things. I'm gonna get video from all my guys. So we're gonna have some nice deep video and look at them and see where the shots are, what to look for. When is the definitive moment of the giraffe drinking, the primate touching his face, uh, the lion yawning, whatever it is, and a lot deeper than that. So, and I'm doing this with an eye to us hosting some trips with the Chicago Photo Class, but I'm not gonna share all of it just yet. Closer to the time when I've confirmed my trip, I'll be able to share that. Uh, Nick, the owner of the school, myself, are working pretty close for some quite exciting things coming up. So if you are from the photography classes, maybe go and check with Nick if he's willing to give you some info, drop me a message, we can start sharing it. But anyway, I, I digress. I, um I'm looking to present that. And then also, there might be appetite for that kind of workshop in South Africa. I know I'm looking at some presentations with uh, OM1, with Olympus, OM systems. So I might be doing that in Joburg and Cape Town as well. Uh, if the Chicago trip does come off, I will be there hopefully for about four or five days. And then either or... Boston and New York, just a short visit to each of them to present. Uh, there's a number of presentations, new keynotes that I've been working on, uh, mostly for, for travel and photography, but one or two also from a motivational and coaching point of view. So when I confirm those dates, uh, I will definitely share it out with you guys. If anybody wants to meet up for coffee, for a dinner. I know I own Brendan if you do listen to this. So Brendan is, he went with Svalbard, uh, to Svalbard with me many years ago. And 2019, I think, just before COVID. And we've been chatting a little while the last while. And I remember the last time him and I went for lunch, it, it was a Thai restaurant in New York, which was lovely. But that weekend following where whenever we, it was, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov and Justin Poirier was going to fight for the UFC title at Madison Square Garden. If I remember, was it at the Garden? Anyway, they were going to fight. So we made a bet that uh, the, the the winner gets taken on a lobster dinner in New York by the loser, and I, against my probably better judgment, I said Dustin Poirier is going to beat Khabib, which he didn't, Khabib swamped him. So I owe Brendan a lobster dinner in New York. So if anybody knows of (laughs) a very cheap lobster dinner in New York, let me know, because uh, from a South African rand point of view, to go and do a lobster dinner in New York, I um I might have to start saving or sell my car or something, but uh, it's just a joke. Brendan, it's fine. I'll take you, man. It's well-deserved, and um, I'll always keep my debts like a Lannister from Game of Thrones. Anyway, I'm digressing. So that's coming up in Feb. For me, then, my next travel's from there. Beginning April, I'm heading to Kenya, Tanzania, and then to South Africa on a private guided trip. Purely South Africa, purely as many big five um, sightings as we can. Photography, journey, looking forward to that. Beginning of Uh, May, I'm off to the Akavango Delta. Ingen family, can't wait to see you guys. They haven't been to the Delta for some time. And then in end of May, I think 18 to 28 again, I'm off to Svalbard, my favorite destination in the world by far. Actually, not that far anymore because Iceland has been gaining dramatically on my list of favorite adventures. Um, I would still, Svalbard probably just edges it still, but Iceland is damn close. British Columbia is also up there. But anyway, so as far as what happens end of May, I might then on the way back, depending on how the flights work out, I might either go through Amsterdam and possibly Heathrow. Uh, if I do go through Heathrow, I might do one or two presentations in the UK. As you can hear, I am looking to double down on that, to do more public speaking and presenting because for Andrew and myself, we are pulling back quite a bit from travel. We're not going to do the 150, 160 days any more per year. I've got new guys who can do that. These guys can go and get their stuff done where I'm looking at newer trips and marketing trips more. It's also I'm getting old now, hey? <laughs> uh, it's my birthday this weekend, so if you listen to this, Sunday's my birthday. I can't wait. Send me good wishes on... No, don't. You know what the funny thing is? Over the last few years... No, you can. If you have my WhatsApp, send me a message. But um, over the last few years when it's your birthday, I go onto Facebook and I make a point of turning it off. And whatever, blocking it so that people can't look and see. And, oh, happy birthday. You're going to Facebook like on 17 April, and there's like 129 birthday messages. It's sweet, I guess. But I think when you get to a certain age, birthdays don't really register like they used to, hey? But um, anyway, where were we? So Svalbard happens in May. Then after that, I'm home for a while, May, June, July. End of July, I'm going to the Mara. I always do those first two great migration weeks. Uh, into August, then September, October, November is interesting. There, somewhere in there, there's a Mediquet trip, which I'm hosting. Then I am looking to confirm a trip. I've got people on there already. It's pretty much confirmed. I do you get the details out later this week of Bisti Badlands and New Mexico, which is Johan and I are looking to host that up in the USA. So that is running from beginning October for, I think, 10, 11 days. I've got about four spots left on that. Uh, I will put the details out soon, but I've got a waiting list on that already, so if you want to get the details, come and do some photography and a workshop with Johanna myself, that would be amazing, let me know, and then my Iceland trip for this year is is not up in the air, but it's still being decided whether I'm going to do it end of October into November, which gives me kind of a, a happy medium between summer and winter, and there's a bit of both. So you can potentially do ice caves, you would get northern lights, and there's still a little bit of color left. Alternatively, I'm going to do it in December again, which this year, or last year, was phenomenal. The photography of that place is special. And the one thing for me that came out of it again this year, out of Iceland, is how, and I suppose it is the way that I kind of conduct the trip, but it's also the place where people go off and they photograph, There's, and this might sound corny and schwa and whatever, but there's a different mental health element to being out in those beautiful places on your own photographing. It's very relaxing. It is great for your headspace. And three of my four clients actually confirmed this with me. They said so on the previous trip as well. There's time to yourself. There's time to process and it's a time for you to kind of just defrag your head, which is amazing. But the food in Iceland is great. The the people, Chris, John, you guys who help us out there, you're in, is it's just a beautiful place, man. And like I said, it's dramatically growing in my list of favorite places to visit. So I need to finish all of those. That's kind of my year. And then the only thing for 2025 can you believe we're talking about this already? End of 24, I've got the Svalbard-Iceland-Greenland combination, the Arctic Adventure, which is a big one. Michael Laup, show myself hosting that. There's still one or two places left for that. Let me know if you're keen. But other than that, yeah, it's all going well. Training's going phenomenally well. Focusing on the time at home to make it count in order to be better for when you start traveling again. It's, we had a meeting, the guides, Wild Eye Guides, had a meeting down at Bootleggers, a coffee shop, a couple of months ago uh, November. And the idea was also just to see how the guys are. Michael Labbs, who's our head guide, he kind of took the guide through how you're feeling, what are your uh, what are your challenges, and so on and so forth. And the thing I left them with was that in order to, for you to keep enjoying and sustaining the kind of the longevity of your guiding, what are you doing when you're at home to be able to do that? And it was it was a good discussion. I think it's something that not a lot of guides doing what we do focus on uh, more recently, and I'm just diverting his. Uh, slightly. I had a conversation with a guide in the industry who faced very similar challenges to what I have and what all of my guides have with regards to being in a relationship with someone back home and traveling and how to manage that because whichever way you cut it, it's going to be hard. And we had a very good constructive conversation about how to manage that and deal with it and kind of make both in a relationship, you, your partner and the two of you because there's three three elements in every relationship you your partner and 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 uh, the two of you how to make all of them better so if any of you guides out there are struggling with that please let me know let's have a conversation because i have been through it i have found a bit of a blueprint and i have been helping quite a few of the guides in the industry and some of our guys here to manage that because it's real it is real um what else Uh, morning coffee's done. You might have seen that somewhere online. I did 200 episodes. That's finished. I've now moved that over to my channel because there I can do more things and then focus on the wild eye side specifically on the travel and photography content. But that's really it. Uh, The guys are still going to settling in getting their feet under the desk for the year and you'll start seeing some new blog posts and stuff coming up soon. But That's really all I have for you. Uh, Let me leave you with this thought. Yesterday I was speaking to one of my coaching clients and we were talking about energy and I did I'd love to hear your thoughts if you've been on one of our trips or if you um if you've been with any other group trip, for me and cause cause the question was, what is the average age of the people that travel with Wild Eye? And I kinda give him a number, but it's not about it's about the the, the the energy on the trip. And something has happened since COVID to me that even though I think our age of people traveling is slightly up. And whether, whether that is because of money or work, I don't know why. But it seems the average is slightly up. Not much, a little bit up. But it seems that the energy is better. There's a better, more youthful, more energetic energy. And maybe it's because people sat at home for a long time and they want to get out there and they need to get out there. Maybe it's that. But the, the energy, and I've spoken to the guides about this as well, has been really amazing on trips. And it's always good, but something's different. And I hope we can keep that going. I hope that if you travel, you make the most of it. You don't want to get home and regret that I should I should have walked to that waterfall or I shouldn't have missed that game drive. not like that many people do. Or I shouldn't have put my camera down or I should have put my camera down. But to, to make time for all of these things on the trip and to actually make the most of it because that's really it, is I think the energy is there because people are digging into the experience more. That's what I think anyway. But uh, I'm gonna wrap this up. I need to go and get all of this pieces of content I've filmed here in the studio live now. So uh, you are just a bit of a, a mind dump, if you will, from my side here on the podcast before we start the year. And uh, I'm gonna be back on the podcast uh, at least once, twice a week. Have a couple of, uh, e, almost said emails lined up, but I have a couple of interviews lined up. You're gonna hear more from Nick and his team in Chicago, But if you have any questions, if you have any specific content you would like to hear on here, do you want me to go back and do some more of the destination reviews, some more technical camera speak, gear review, whatever, um, speaking more with the guide, let me know and I'll get that content onto the podcast for you. It's a beautiful platform. So uh, I hope you guys had a great holiday. I hope you guys are ready for the year. I hope you have some amazing trips planned. If you haven't, get in touch. Let me help you with that. But uh, otherwise, I hope you guys have a great day. Wherever you're listening to this, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for your time, guys. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your ears. And um, I always appreciate the comments and engagement. Chat to you soon. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one. Bye for now.